Welcome to Straight Edge, the podcast. My name is Clive Allwright, and along with my amazing guests and co-hosts, we're going to be having some brutally honest and sometimes confronting conversations around all things of addictive behavior. Now, as it happens, I've been a hairdresser for 37 years, and during my career, I've met many people just like me that have also struggled in the many different areas of addiction. So our main focus of this podcast is to chat with as many people as possible from the hairdressing, barbering, and media industries, along with some pretty smart people that work in the fields of addiction to get a deeper understanding of why so many of us struggle with the balance of family, careers, health, and the day-to-day pressures of life. So if this sounds like an area you'd like to dive deeper into, make a cup of tea, sit back, and listen to Straight Edge, the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Straight Edge, the podcast. My name's Clive Ora, I'm one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by the wonderful Amy this morning. How are you, Amy? I'm so good. How are you, Clive? I'm very well, thank you. Christmas and the well, the festive season is nearly upon us. Um, how's, That's right, guys. You can every- see my my Christmas tree here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. How's everything in your household with the build up? Because you know you've got two kids, and are they excited? I do. Obviously, they're very excited at the moment. Um, it's still quite nice because they uh, still have some belief in Santa. So um, I'm well, used, this is good. you. I'm using it to my advantage. I'm like, no, Santa's watching. I'm, don't, you're going to lose your toys. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I had a, a funny story this week of one of uh, one of my team at the salon as a little girl. And have you heard of Elf on the Shelf? Of course, um, we have the, one. The, the Elf on the Shelf. Well, it's getting very creative in, in, her, in this particular team member's house. So... She made out that the elf on the shelf had been out all night, and she stuck him to the sliding glass door on the balcony um, with and Christmas sh- uh, snow, fake snow, writing "Help me." <clears throat> so we stuck to the glass, which is which is great, right? So it was very exciting. So when her little girl got up in the morning, there was the elf stuck outside. So she went and let him in, but she forgot Aww. to take she forgot to take the "Help me" off the glass. And so she's working in the salon throughout the day and her phone's going crazy. And this particular man rings her and says, I need to gain access to your apartment right now. And she's like, there's no, there's no way. And he's like, when will you be home? And she's like, who are you? And it was, it turns out it was the building manager and all the other residents thought that someone had been kidnapped in her apartment. (laughs) And, um, So they needed to do a welfare check and um, then the police came later on that night just to check that everything was okay, which obviously caused lots of fun and laughter in our salon, which was amazing that her 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 friendly neighbours were very diligent on the neighbourhood watch. But yeah, she did send me the picture of the glass from from what the... um, the neighbours saw, and it did look like someone had been held captive in there. So, oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. Fest- I mean, Christmas is, a, is can be a difficult time for many people, and certainly those. This podcast is all about things of addictive nature, and um, you know, it brings up a lot of memories for all of us. Christmas, as, as certainly as childhood, um, childhood memories um, with with good and bad thoughts, and so there are as. As we go through this journey with this podcast, we're trying to get as many different areas of what we call addictive behavior as possible. We've done lots with drugs and alcohol, and we did the pornography one with with Giselle, which was fabulous. We're going to do something different today. We're going to go into the world of gaming, online gaming, which which is actually very good timing. Um, If we can get this episode out before Christmas, because those of us that are parents, the number one thing that kids are wanting to do now is gaming it's a huge thing that happens in um many kids lives and 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 adults as well and there's so much time consumed like when i think about the time that i spent in the pub or or not being home compared to the time some people spend online gaming um is is almost like it's very very parallel really you know and then in the fact of it can become a compulsion or an addiction. Anyway, so to well, this conversation came up at a dinner table um, with us last week at a family dinner with my stepson, uh, Harry. And uh, hello, Harry. Hello. It's good to How see you? you got up at 10.22 this morning, which we'll come to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> now, Harry is obviously, I, I, you know, I am one of your two dads and I'm very proud to be one of your two dads. <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, we uh, obviously, I've seen you grow up since a little boy, and I remember Christmas, many, many, many Christmases with you. And I think I can remember your first PlayStation mm-hmm. when you were. How old were you? Mm-hmm. About probably at seven, I'd say. Yeah, I got the PlayStation Three, I think, but I had the PlayStation Two before that. Yeah, I think as dads. Yeah. I can remember about actually, 2006. Do you remember actually the yeah. one Christmas morning where, you know, obviously your mum and I had had a few wines the night before and when we, <laughs> we were putting the presents out in the morning, we decided to put them all out in the garden and make out that Santa's sleigh yeah. had crashed and your PlayStation was out I in the crashed. garden. Yeah, I found, <laughs> that, was, that was the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> I found that one down the side of the house. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we woke up and we're like, where's all the presents? Like, oh, that's right. We decided to make it that the Santa had crashed into the yeah. into all the <laughs> garden furniture on the deck that that makes so much more sense now (laughs) exactly that makes Um, so much more sense well thank you for coming on uh this morning and we're just gonna this is just gonna be a chat obviously you're in your place and um and and i'm in mine and um Mm. but it's great to what what happened at dinner the other night was uh harry was here with his girlfriend and we got talking about the parallels between there's many different parallels in fact your girlfriend brought up about I was talking about the the Giselle interview about the pornography, and she said there's actually quite a lot of similarities between the pornography and the gaming world. A lot, you know, because of the mm. a lot of the characters are quite sexualized, and um, and the amount of time people spend on either either platform as such is, could could be equal. Mm. So we're just a lot have online a, time, yeah, yeah. We're just going to have a chat and see how this goes and see where it goes. Is that you excited, Amy? Yeah, there's, I've, I'm just already bombarding my head with so many questions about this because obviously <laughs> I've got two young children myself. Um, they're already, um, you know, asking to play online games, Fortnite, things like that, you know, and it's always the same, like, well, my friends have got it, you know, um, and they, they want to have a go at it. So I think as a parent, particularly for me, um, I just want to know what's going on. I don't game. So yeah. I guess I need to educate myself too, to, yeah. I guess, the downside and maybe some plus sides to it, you know? You've been gaming for a long time, and I'm sure you've seen the game mm-hmm. world evolve. Evolve, um, yeah. You know, changing from, I guess, um, you know, playing as a single player to now. Yeah, a, a small industry to becoming like one of the biggest profits in the world. Like the gaming industry is worth like a couple billion or trillions now, maybe even pretty sure. Yeah. So, you know, and, and so what could you explain to us? Like what, first of all, what kind of games are you playing at the moment online? How does it work? Okay. Um, I'm playing mainly, um, games like Fortnite. I've played a bit of Fortnite and that's got really big lately because of a new update that came out and there was something like, like 3 million people or something playing it over the weekend or something like that. Um, I play a game called CSGO, which at time you can see how many people are playing it. And I'm pretty sure yesterday I saw something like 1.1 million people playing it at, at one point in time. So yeah, games like that, a game called Valorant, and then a bunch of all the first-person shooter games typically I play, and then everything online. I don't really play too many story games. I used to when I was younger, because, you know, active imagination, but now it's just easy to play these these quick-paced, fast games that keep you constantly running. So yeah. w- what what is the difference then? Sorry, I'm so kind of out of it when it comes to gaming. That's, you know, like, (laughs) what is the difference between a story game and the ones that you're talking about? Um, Yeah, so typically the story games tend to follow um, a set story made by developers that, you know, you play through. You you can play sometimes with friends, but it'll only typically be maybe two or three other friends, but mainly they're normally alone. And you do, like, a whole nice little story. It's just you, and, and you just do that. And those games are typically what get like game of the year, which happens every year, and they get like really good stories. And then online ones are typically, you know, play with up to like a hundred people at one time, and there'll be a chat. And then majority of games are six v six though, 
So then, you know, you can converse with the other team and you can converse with your own team and then you just verse each other in whatever game so-and-so, you know, and that's all, that's all really the difference is. So, so when you join this, uh, you know, are you like an avatar running around in the game and do you get, yeah. do you, yeah. do you see other avatars coming up to you then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And some games have something called like proximity chat where you can only talk to people when they're close proximity to you but you can always turn these these types of settings off obviously yeah. right and and so when you're part of this then obviously you can have your own team i guess with like your friends mm-hmm. but can yeah. a- anybody anywhere in the world join join you as well okay um when it comes to playing with your friends in these sorts of online games you have so if you're playing a 6v6 game right you can play with up to five of your friends and um, they can, you know, you can invite them and only play with them if you'd like to. And that way you can only converse with them. But if you're queuing by yourself or playing with other, like one other person, then yes, you are at all times playing with other people, other random people that that will typically also be from um, the same continent or more specifically, it would normally be like the same server in Sydney. Right. Yeah. Which it tells you. Okay. Okay. See, this is where I get lost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What's a server? <laughs> oh, we're going yeah that far deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, servers are like so. If we're playing a game called Valorant, right, which is huge at the moment, probably I think a couple million people play it at one point in time, and servers would be like. So, if I want to queue into a game and play with some people. It will click, you can see the server, and you can click like Sydney, Melbourne, um, whatever, so-and-so. And then you'll get people only in that area. Because where you're from, you want to obviously play with people more in your area. Because then you have something called like a lower ping, which will mean that your latency in the game is is lower. Which will make it easy for you to hit people. It's a right. whole little, whole little, yeah, complicated system. But... So then you know that who you're playing with, you know that they're in Sydney. Of course, this can raise concern, as any parent would be, if you're playing with only people in Sydney. But these people can't find out where you are. And unless, yeah, which we'll, Clive and I talked about the other night, yeah, about so how people can find you. We'll come to that in a second. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Because uh, that that was the horrifying part for me about certainly some of the messages and the abuse that you cop in the games and bits and pieces. What we'll come to, but mm-hmm. I I know we had a conversation before we came on air. What what kind of time are you spending on game now? If you don't mind me saying, I know you you told me earlier that you That's you started at six yeah. o'clock last night and you finished at mm-hmm. four a.m. this morning and you were playing on numerous yeah. different games. So yeah, on, on on a typical <laughs> week, and I know your girlfriend is if not got more or similar kind of hours, but just, just talk me mm. through why you're not doing your homework. Oh, I get it. <laughs> well, I've not done my homework. It's like, I have done. If you do have homework, make sure you do that first. Exactly. But I, um, I probably, I can easy put in like a whole work shift in a day if I, if I feel like it, or if I'm not doing anything that day, I like to get out at least once, even if it's just, you know, going over to the shops and just walking about, just to, you know, a bit of music, a bit of ambience, or just going out and doing something with friends. But typically, I could easily put in a work shift in eight hours if if I was enjoying a game, wow. and then I could do that. I could do that if if it's a good week. It, I could do that every every day if I wanted to. It's, it's interesting, right? Because it's funny how things come up on your radar when you when you when you when you put it out there. And you, you think mm. about it, things just come to you, right? Like last week I was talking to someone, yeah. I won't mention the scenario, but I was talking to someone that I was working with and they said that when their partner comes home, works very hard, the first thing he does is jump onto his gaming console. And she said he's then just basically, yeah. he's gone for the next few hours. He'll sit down, have his dinner, then go back to it. And so mm. I guess when it comes to addiction, the point we're trying to make here is is that it's that time that you spend not being present with your partner, not being present with your your, your children or whatever it may be, whether you're in the pub or whether you're gaming or wherever it is, it's a taking away your time for being actually in reality. Um, you're, and we say this yeah. before, you're getting out of your head. Like I used to go to the pub, as you know, to get out of my head, 
because my head was very loud and mm. you're, you're coming home and going, right. Do you find this as a way that where you switch off or, um, and, and if I can just, oh, con- hundred percent. Cause I remember I got one of the very first playstations, right. When they fe- when they first came out before you were born, um, because they were the flavor of the month or, the, or that particular year. And I played formula one, <laughs> right. Which was very basic back then. And I remember I learned all the tracks on Formula One, but I found that my level of anxiety and my heart rate of getting around that track in a certain time was through the roof. It was almost to that as if I'd been on a session with with drugs, right, or, or, or alcohol. Um, but so you're yeah. telling me that you're going the other way. You're just chilling out. Yeah, well, if I'm playing the game and, like, something, like, really – like, oh, I want to finish this. So I, like, I've been trying to do something for so long and I'm so close to finishing it. There are definitely times that I feel my heart's a bit more, a bit going, going a bit faster. But it typically doesn't happen on the same basis as you're explaining. But there definitely is some sort of escape to it. Because if I'm playing this, for example, Call of Duty, Clive, you've heard of me play that for a decade. And that game is spawn in, shoot some people, die come back, spawn in, do the same thing over and over again. There's definitely a certain dopamine fix to it, I believe. Mm. And I, I think any person that plays games can agree with that. It's just this constant, you know, oh, what's happening, what's happening? Constant stimulation, kill someone, spawn, kill someone, spawn again, just kill someone, spawn in again. And you just do that over and over again, different map, different game mode. And then there's definitely definitely a sort of fix to it if for the addiction side and yeah. I think I've I've definitely had that at times because I've been playing that for a decade. Yeah, because I guess but it... All, I, sorry, Harry, yeah. Yeah, but I also, but I also use definitely as an escape because it's just, you know, come home, play with my friends that I've known for a while and then just get away from everything. You know, this little online world, access to everything, play a whole little game that has nothing to do with my life. And it, it's definitely nice. I've definitely enjoyed it. So, yeah. So there's definitely a level of escapism within that as well Mm. um that people find you know with that kind of online world so to speak um Mm. and really i guess when you look at you know the definitions of addiction and you know they have actually um said now and the experts have said that gaming is addictive uh as clive said you know lighting up the certain areas of the reward center which releases the dopamine um you know is is definitely uh what happens on in all addictions so i guess the worry and the concern is that these worlds for me online are becoming i guess so realistic to some degree as well and now you have this added layer of being able to build relationships or friendships with people that you know it 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 takes away i guess you know, our normal human connection because you're, you, you kind of mentally feel like you're in this world, but you're actually not. <laughs> you're, yeah, it's definitely. not real. Do you know what I mean? So do you, yeah. do you ever, yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Do you ever sit and, yeah, that, and think, you know, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely had times where I'm like, I have things I need to be doing. There's definitely been so many occasions where I've been like, oh, I need to do this, but I'm really good at procrastinating. So there's definitely been times where really? I know I need to do things. <laughs> yeah. I know I need to do things, but I still play my game, my games for hours and hours. I'm like, come on, and, and get off of it. And there's a definite, but then I, yeah, there's a distinct difference as well. So just because you need to escape from the from the real world, like you, I know many of my mates, they, they go and play golf all day on a Saturday, you know, or they go and mm. play, I know one particular salon owner that plays on a monday morning you know every every week so there's time where you've got to go like i go ocean swimming so that you do you need to have that escapism somehow right and it's finding that thing that you go well this is going to make me feel better and i'm going to get me away from you know work family life all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff so yeah but to go and, and when i and i guess where I'm going with this is that this is not just around a golf a week or going down the pool. This is like from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. on on three four nights a week is is pretty much. If like if I was in the pub that long, I'd go. I've got a problem, right? And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Um, because I, most of us will go. Well, no, well, I'll play for an hour and then I'm going to watch TV for a bit. But that's not happening in your generation. And you were born into the digital 
generation, right? You've had computer games yeah. since I can remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've definitely used it um, in the escaping sense because I had a lot of time alone when I was a kid and, and, and growing up during my teenage years. I had a lot of time alone. So, yeah, when you're alone so much, it's nice to just, you know, this whole online world of people to talk to and people to play with. And if you make some really good friends, which I've made plenty of good friends along the way that I still friends with today and still converse with. And um, yeah, so it's just like, it just depends about like scenarios that like lead to gaming. Like if you're just playing like a couple hours a week with your friends, there's, there's no, I don't think real downside to it. In fact, I think it, like if you're playing story modes, I think it gives you quite an active imagination you know, because these whole huge worlds that you're never going to see. It's like stepping into a movie at times. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. when you come to the online world that there's like the, like talking to people, there's a lot more, yeah, there's a bad side mm-hmm. to it, I think. Well, I can distinctly remember your dad and I having a conversation, you know, um, many years ago about the, the when it first started getting highlighted about how much time your kids spend in, gaming or playing games or whatever it may be and i remember us having a conversation going well this is the way the world's going it's going technology is going to like we all know that there was the boom of the tech startup companies there was all this it was all about online and your dad made a really good point and that is that you know our kids need to understand coding our kids needs to understand what the next level of game you know the the people that develop these games Mm. and develop the software that you know there's there's definitely a downturn in in the trades that I'm in of people taking it up. And there's definitely a bit more, of, you know, the hairdressing barbering world has been on the decline for 10 years, but there's more, mm. more people going into what, this is what excites me. This is what I see you doing. So I can see mm. where this shift has gone. And if you look at the graphics and the, the content, like I was watching Russell Brand the other day talk on his platform about the new um, Grand Theft Auto 6, which you told me is coming out in 2025. Yeah, look, that looks like a tweet movie they made. It's insane, and all that that what you saw that is all in-game content. So things of it's not like a cinematic made in like Photoshop or anything like that. It that's from in-game. So what's crazy as well, GTA Five, which is the previous game to that, came out in 2013. They spent 200 million dollars developing that game, and I I couldn't even tell you how much profit it's made but it's still one of the most played games in the world and the new one coming out in 2025 the development cost was two billion dollars wow Whoa. so insane wow it's insane and yeah and, and, and they and that like you said it's i mean the profit that they're going to make from that oh ridiculous it'll be the biggest game ever released i think until uh, now the, the tweet they made has is the like one of the largest tweets on Twitter now. I saw it got like 173 million views in like like four days. It's interesting because wow. what Russell Brand was talking about, where well, he was in shock about the the graphics of there was one scene where a guy like a drug dealer is pulling an alligator out of a pool. Um, there's <laughs> there's prostitutes, there's drug dealers, there's people yeah. killing each other, yeah. and he's like, what yeah. kind of alter world do our kids want to escape to it's definitely not one that yeah. is a safe one it's definitely mm. one where there was a girl twerking on the roof of a car driving down the main I saw street that. <clears throat> yeah and um, he's like wow I think nothing- I, yeah it's, i think this it's is not the- a nature thing it's not or you know let's be honest it's, mm. that's what kids want to escape into but it's it's a very dangerous kind of world isn't it I think that, yeah, I think that, that's my biggest concern, I guess, as a parent looking in and, and also, you know, that's why I'm trying to educate myself through this, right, with you, because mm. it's understanding, first of all, how they, they work and what they're exposed to. You sp- I'm spending all this time working really hard on my kids right now to protect them from social media, right, which, mm-hmm. you know, is, you know, them kind of trying to connect with each other in real life through images and whatever but Mm. um there's still an an element of danger there but this for me freaks me out even more because of the yeah the way it you know that that, like you said Clive that alter universe that they're going to be part of you know I didn't know there was prostitutes and stuff like that in there well, so that's a new lesson for me. But you, even can pay, you can pay strippers and everything. Like you, can, you don't even need to leave the house. Yeah, really? You, you, <laughs> yeah, the, there's also people on the side of the road you can send money to, and they get in your car. 
No way. In, in the GTA 5 one. Yeah, but this this game also is has a has an R rating on it. So it also don't sell it to anyone that's under the age of 18. But I mean So when you go to buy it. But then there's also the case of there's an online store which as long as your account is registered in the name of someone that is over 18, then that account can purchase the game. Right. See, this is what I mean. It's yeah. like how do you how do you protect it? But wh- where I was going with it, I guess, is like could you share some some more of the you know the stuff that we need to be aware of you know like your experience from playing these games yeah, online yeah, totally. i mean i know you've you've mentioned um i think your girlfriend has experienced mm-hmm. a fair bit of online abuse in certain in certain yep. games and you know what's happened for her um uh, well there's definitely a side to the online industry that's you know i'm behind a screen no one knows me. No one can see me. No one knows where I am, who I am. So I can say what I want and get away with it. hunt scot free. So there's definitely a sense of, and there's like a developing little niche of, of like men who just hate on women in games just because they think it's funny and you know hilarious with their friends. Like, oh guys, look at me, look at me talk about this woman in game like this. And you know, and it's it's getting backed by kids because you know. They post it on TikTok and they post it on social media and everyone's like, that's funny since this growing generation does the same thing and it just creates an endless loop. So then, like, for example, I've, I've seen it in cases where she'll join games and just make a small little call out, be like, hey, the enemies are over here, for instance, and then she'll get a, abuse of vocal chat and, like, text chat in-game, which... For people that are coming into the gaming industry, like you're saying yourself with your kids and everything, there are countermeasures in place that you can prevent this. But there will always be sadistic people online that will f- try to find their way around it, you know? And they always will, you know? Yeah. Somehow the gaming yeah. like industry and the people around it are always somehow one step ahead of the developers. It, it is, it'll always be like that. Your girlfriend yes, said something at dinner the other night, which was which was really mm. prevalent. Was she said these men that abuse and she gets abused all the time. Um, she mm. said they're just um, men that live at home, um, probably with their yeah. mums, and they can't get a girlfriend, An and they abuse women. Um, that's because they're faceless, and mm. yeah, it's interesting because I read something last night on a on a news article that domestic violence has gone up 30% in Western Australia, um, alcohol related domestic violence. And you can see that there could easily be a connection with, you see the way that you speak to women, you know, and whatever you're playing certain games, like whatever, you know, the ones we've been talking about. And then yeah, it's yeah. just this, hang on a minute, we're going down a bit of a slippery slope, especially when she, I mean, your girlfriend was explaining the level of abuse and, can you just explain, which was funny because we were having a family dinner and you, yeah. mentioned, you mentioned a phrase which sounds like dogging or docking. Um, doxing. But, <laughs> doxing, yeah. And your mum yeah. and I's eyes lit up when your mum was like, you, you know, I know what dogging is, Clive. Oh, and I'm like, no, babe, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> They're talking about docking. And he, she said, no, you're not. It's not docking. It's, and yeah. you're like, it's doxing, yeah. you old people. Anyway, so tell <laughs> exactly. us that. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, tell us about doxing. Yeah, yeah, so doxing can only really happen in certain games and certain platforms. Majority of like get AAA games these days, which is the highest rated of sort of games, like the ones you normally hear about. They are typically it's really hard to get information from the platform for those sort of ones. But there are some people in certain games where they can grab something called your IP address. Right. which is linked to your your router and then from that they can get your exact address wow so there are so that's happened to Haley in certain games my my girlfriend that's happened where she's in a game and in the chat these people will just put her address get put her email and, and, and a sometimes pic- get and like a, a phone number the, and stuff like that one guy sent the picture of the, the Google, yeah. Google Maps this is this your house no no way yeah yeah, so My they can goodness. do that. But that that's that's only in certain games that don't have very good like like backup software in place to stop that. And majority right. of people that do do that typically get banned really quickly. But that's only a small prevalent amount of people that happens to. Right. And typically it happens to women. I myself have n- never experienced that once in like over 10 years of playing. 
So, but I, whereas my girlfriend has experienced it a good couple of times and a, 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 so much just verbal abuse inside of games where it's just like, you know, real sexist sort of jokes, like yeah. go to the kitchen and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you playing games? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there's all that kind of stuff, but there are plenty of countermeasures in games. Like I was saying, that doxing is only really going to happen in older, typically older games where people have access and time with the software where they've developed well. They'll pay people online to just get this this uh, software that can get this information from people. Right. And there's full and there's websites in place to, you know, grab that IP address. Wow. But yeah, and then there are a lot of countermeasures in place for like games like Fortnite. Say that one's super kid friendly. Mm. Like you're not going to be able to dox someone in that game. There's, there's like no way. And right. then they also have a, a whole thing of where you can block users, where you can um, stop messages from even hitting your account, stop friend requests from even hitting your account. And you can never hear anything or no one can message you. So you can just play the game or play with your friends, you know, where I, it's completely I guess safe. If you're going to do that, that's probably like the, like the unsuspecting teenager that's going into play Fortnite. And I read... I heard the statistics, I think I mentioned it on a previous episode, when they launched the new version of Fortnite, there was over 40 million users on that weekend and they clocked up over 100 million hours collectively wow. between them. Wow. Um, could, could easily but you wouldn't up. know about, you probably wouldn't switch all that off until you were a victim of the abuse because you'd think, oh, okay, I'll mm. see what I can chat to people. And then you've got to get to the point and go, well, I, I'll still play, but I don't want to be, I assume, it's why, why would you turn all that yeah. off? It's not because you want to be a recluse because you're a recluse in your bedroom anyway. You know, yeah, so, um, pretty much. So, yeah. There are a lot of people that do turn it off. Yeah. Um, what would you say to say Amy, whose son wants yeah. to play Fortnite and he wants it for Christmas? As somebody that spends as much time gaming um, as you do, um, Mm-hmm. And you know, and and you do other great things as well. Like you are incredible at cleaning the house and and uh, that kind of stuff. I, I had to clean <laughs> up before we started. As, as long as it's not before lunchtime, you know we're good. Um, no, don't, don't get me what, started. You know, it's, in the um, AMs, I'm out. Yeah, it's it's like he's a nut. He's, he's you know, a bit like me. I always say I'm a hairdresser to the stars. I only work nights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say to Amy's uh, Amy's? Um, son or amy when he's thinking mom i want to play yeah. Fortnite." what can she do to to, to make yeah, herself okay. feel better first of all she's in luck because Fortnite's free so not a very expensive yeah. christmas present yeah i did not know that um, whoa yeah it's completely free so that's how they get that huge fan base it's a, it's a really crazy little system I, I just want to talk about gambling like addictions for gambling when it comes to gaming and like a money sort of sense because huh. Fortnite's free, right? But how they make their money is off these little skins they have in game, oh. which can cost up to $20 each, right? right? And they have a thing called this battle pass, which here's your reward system, Clive, where you have to play to unlock tiers in the battle pass. And you have to spend money to get the battle pass first, by the way. Right. And then you unlock tiers. And just so you get to level 50, you get this really cool skin. How do you get to level 50? Play play the game, play for hours. Then you get to level 100 and then bam, here's this really cool skin. Right. But you have to play for way more hours. Reward, reward, reward. But the game's game's free. So it's like, mom, can I have this game? Mm. It's free. You can go play it if you want. I don't don't mind. And it looks friendly. It's a cartoon. So Harry, this is not playing on a PlayStation. This is on a computer, right? This Fortnite's on everything. Yeah, you can play it. Yeah, Phoenix has already started playing... um, you know, you could do it laptops, PCs, mobile phones, iPads, yeah. whatever. Yeah, anything. Harry, anything. you've just reminded me of something, talking about gaming when you're online. Uh, sorry, gambling when you're online mm. or purchasing purchasing when you're in the game. Oh, do you remember when you was younger, you bought $4,000 of virtual fish on your dad's credit card? It was $500, first of all. (laughs) That game was called Happy Aquarium on Facebook. I remember. (laughs) He told me $4,000. I'm sure he's in a game. You spent thousands on my credit card, but you bought virtual fish. We got it back, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Crazy. Um, But on the topic of gambling, there are so many games out there that have this 
system, right, where it's um, you pay money and you open a pack and it can have a random item in it with like the percentile chance being like uncommon, rare, um, re very rare, and then like exotic or whatever, so and so, right? So, and then kids are like, oh, I want, I want the best one, I want the best one. So they'll buy things that like, you know, so they can get these drops. And there are people that have spent thousands of dollars for example this game called csgo counter-strike been around since i think 2008 or 2012 right that game pulls in 60 something million dollars a month Whoa. on um on things called cases so you get a case from rather a drop in the game or you can buy them for about three dollars and then to open it it's another three dollars 85 Wow, and then it has an like an eighty percent chance of giving you something bad, but there's this minuscule one in four hundred where if you hit it, you can make like nine hundred dollars easy. My wow. goodness! So then that that market pulls in easy. I think I think that actually is the number about sixty sixty four million dollars a month, wow. and those are people that just put money into it, slam money into it. So you're linking yeah. this to your bank account, right? You get the game, you've got yeah, easy. just just buy, 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 right? Which is a bit oh, like how, online, uh, online gambling. Yeah, how they do it is um, if you want to buy the thing, you just click it. It says it's this much. You sometimes have to put in like, you know, the little three numbers on the back. Yeah. But majority of time, if you have a card linked, enter, enter, you got the money. Oh my goodness. And that's so it. And you, can, and, you can, and you can put in like $100 at a time, easy. And that's wow. not the only game it does. There are plenty of games in not just this year, but in the past like poor seven, eight years, there have been games that have had these sorts of sort of cases or money to spend, get a reward back that have had this where people have easily spent thousands and thousands on it. Oh my goodness. I Which mean, is and exactly that's the, the same as gambling and, and drug addiction it's exactly and the same. alcohol. It's, it's, it's just it's taking the, same the money thing. away from the family unit or, or for taking you away from having a nice holiday, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, you don't realize yeah. when it's always, it, it pings up and it's like, oh, it's only $3, you know, and you're kind of like... Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's so cheap as well. So it's just yeah. like, I'll open one. I'll yeah. open 10. Why not quick? Yeah. You know? And then you're and like... you're with your friends as well. Yeah. So your friends egg you on, you're like, oh, go on, open one more. And like, oh, I'll go on then. Yeah. And, and you're then enjoying there's yourself. there's $6 gone. Yeah. And before yeah, you know it... Yeah. Before you know it, you spent... Two grand. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that easy. is unbelievable. It's it's so it's easy. And and so, do have you been in that situation before, Harry? Like, have you? Oh yeah, um, I've I've spent. I can see how much money I've spent on Steam, which is like the platform I use, and probably the platform that everybody uses for for games. You can see how much you've spent, and I can't remember how much mine was. I can get it up, I think. Um, but I think I've spent easy like three grand on on Steam. Jeez, I hope you got me. A good, like, I hope you got me a good Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. That also includes like the, the money I've spent on games, like just buying games. And some games can cost upwards of like a hundred and ten dollars each. Wow! So like this is new how games coming so out. So much money in this industry, right? Oh, the the industry. I'm pretty, like from when you obviously started, Clive. It would have been a tiny little industry. Now I think it's one of the biggest. It's like up there with like beauty and stuff like that, like the makeup industry and everything like that. It's, it makes, it, yeah. I think, a couple trillion per year. Yeah. So like, wow. it's just going to keep getting bigger and keep more kids are going to keep wanting to play it. You know, kids are going to stop stop going outside. Like the amount of kids I see at a dinner table in like a restaurant or something with, on their iPads and stuff like that. You know, playing know. Roblox. Roblox yeah. is huge. Yeah, my, huge. All both my kids play Roblox. Um, yeah. You know, and it's one of the first things they sometimes want to do, even when their friends come over to play. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. like, "Oh, let's sit down and play Roblox together." And I'm like, mm. "No." If your friends are here in real physical life, you don't want to be sat next Go to outside. your friend. Yeah. yeah, like playing a game. Mm. You know, it's like it's 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 hard, I think, to navigate as a parent too when they're obviously coming home and they're excited, and that there might be, as we've spoke about, some element of positiveness about it, um, imagination, yeah, creativity, really... you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But do you think? I mean, from your own experience. Like, has it ever stopped you from doing normal things in your life? Like, do you 
think you spend um, more time online than you should? And could you be spending more I time? I definitely with- spend more than I should, probably. But then again, I don't really like doing like going out and doing things. So, you know, I, I've always been a bit of a recluse, like, you know, enjoy my time alone. But that's because I think I've spent so much time alone. So, mm. you know, but I think it's great. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have changed it if if I had the option to. If I had the option to go back and you know never touch a game, I don't think I would. I've really enjoyed it and I got great memories. And I got fantastic memories of playing with my friends growing up, playing all these, all these amazing games. That I'm honestly so glad I got to like play because a game majority of games only have like a certain period of time where they're really popular, and then they the games have to change themselves or new ones come out. And some of these games I've absolutely loved. And they've been a great time playing, especially when I'm playing with my friends. And as like playing myself, I've never really experienced abuse or anything like that. So I've had, I think I've had a quite quite positive time online. Mm. I've mm. really ex- ever experienced anything that I'm like, whoa, like, yeah, I, that, I need to take a step back. But you could obviously yeah. see that there are some dangers, you know, to oh, to this. of course, easy. And that- you know people's like you said identity getting revealed location getting revealed used against them uh i've heard stories of very young children getting groomed online uh through these kind of games um which obviously scares scares me and i'm sure yeah any parent yeah exactly um i wanted to quickly jump back to like you know grand theft auto right that's coming out and you guys you know talking about you know the um the design features the the sense of how real it is like a movie etc um from your experience and i can't talk about this because i've never played it um but i'm presuming that if you're spending so many hours in this kind of you know alter universe of reality and you're experiencing things where as you said oh i'm just going to roll up on the street corner and give someone some money and they're going to get in my car and strip for me you know or the violence part of it do you do you think and i'm sure that if we were to get an like a scientific expert in here um who has knowledge on the brain let's say do you think especially young kids can decipher between that and reality in terms of oh i can do it in on grand theft auto why can't i do it in real life you know what i mean yeah 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 totally that's always been a debated topic in gaming as as for as long as i've played games you've always heard the news article about oh this violent kid in america who did so and so we found that at home he was playing call of duty and it's like they're trying to link it when it comes to games like grand theft auto i wouldn't ever exposed a child to playing a game like that it's very violent like there's cases where i've just but it's also incredibly unrealistic at times so you know there there is there is definitely a sense of you know it being convoluted for a child to decipher the difference between those two things but what about adults i mean do you think it's the same yeah i've i think any adult could could decipher the difference you know and I mean, think I think I've turned out all right, and I've been playing a shooting game, shooting people. And Mum's always tell, you know, she's gone around being like, "Don't play that game in front of Lulu. Don't play your shooting games in front of Lulu." <laughs> you know, <clears throat> and it's like I think I think I've been playing it since I was about six or seven, and mm-hmm. I think I turned out all right. And I've, I was playing these games where it's just constantly go around, bam, 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 everyone. And Mum hates it, but you know. You know, it's it, I like the the concerns definitely there. Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. you say that you go like, it's it's not not a reality. Well, it's not a reality when you're living in, you know, the suburbs of Sydney. But there are certain areas and places around the world where it's completely a reality. Mm. You know, and I think mm. what yeah. where I'm yeah. going with this is lots going through my through my mind is the desensitization from when you what you're seeing is like well it, it's not real. But you yeah. know, we only mm. got to look at the news of what's going on in the world right now, and it's it's happening everywhere. There's you know, it's yeah. devastating what's well, going on, and and that's not just now. That's yeah. throughout. You know, that's since the beginning of time. History, right? Yeah. Vikings were killing yeah. each other. Yeah. But it's that whole. You know, I was listening to a thing, which it, it was funny, as I mentioned before. When you start down this rabbit hole, the, it all started with that dinner last week. But the next day, 
there was a thing on our local radio when I was driving home and they had a professor from Macquarie University. I'm going to try and track him down, but he was talking about the amount of time that you spend in time, the dopamine, the serotonin, the skeletal problems that you're having from not standing up, um, the vision problems from looking at a screen. You know, there's the, there's the physical yeah. side that, that you're not getting out. You're not eating good food because you're ordering Uber Eats. You're living in your bedroom. You're, you know, you're doing, and you know, and there's a part of me. I've I've written down on my notes here. I'm written down. I've just written down sad, because uh, I, I listened to you speak so sort of talking that you spend. <laughs> no, Sorry. but just sad. no, but it's like you know, but you're like it's just like it was really made me sad because I thought you know you, when you mentioned you spend a lot of time alone, and obviously I've known you since you were four years old, mm. and you know I've got time to reflect on that, and you, you know, it's um. You, that's what that's what you did, you know. When you came home from school, you played a lot of games. You were you were doing that, and that was at the time we were all so busy in our lives. But that's become a huge part of your life now. Um, mm. And if I can be honest, I mean, and we can edit this bit out, but you know, your girlfriend was meant to join us today, and um, but she was gambling, mm. not gambling. She was online all day <laughs> on all night, and yeah. she's got terrible anxiety today that she couldn't come and join us on the on the thing because she's sleep deprived and it's Monday morning and it's a beautiful sunny day out there. And so I've got, my mind is going a million miles an hour with, I see major, major similarities here to somebody in cocaine psychosis. And I know it sounds crazy because uh, (laughs) it can be a bit of extreme or gambling or whatever it may be, but there's a distinct link here. And it's usually because people yeah. feel alone. And we always talk about the opposite to addiction is connection. And when I hear you talk, Harry, about my friends, my friends, I get home and I play with my friends. You're not actually physically mm. with them. You're actually playing with them online. And no, you know, no. you, you told me you've met your friends from New Zealand physically and whatever that you've met playing. You met your girlfriend yeah. playing a game, right? That's how you met. I did, yeah. Yeah. That was just a ramble, but... <sighs> I just want to give you a hug through the screen, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and you know, yeah, you, yeah I was going to say like you, you have spoke about um, a lot of good memories um, and a lot of new friendships and community that you've created online. Um, you know, so it's not all doom and gloom. Um, yeah. But I, I think I get what Clive's saying is, you know, and, and again, we grew up in a different era where we got home from school and we ran straight out that door, knocking on the door to my Mm. friend, are you coming out to play? Mm. You know, and then off we go. Mm. And, you know, that there wasn't an option. I I definitely understand the sense of being a child. I don't think any kid should, you know, be doing that constantly. Like I grew up, I'd say half and half. I wasn't always playing games. Like I didn't grow up completely in the digital era like games were still pretty like developing back like it was like the playstation 2 and the playstation 3 which could barely hold many games on them to begin with so Mm -hmm. you know i spent a lot of time outside playing my friends knocking on the door but you know it's absolutely breaking bones on your scooter breaking bones you know (laughs) yeah love it yeah but when it comes to growing up and and that that side of it if you're not a kid like i understand but when you're an adult and but like if you're not like home playing games what's the alternative on a Friday night, what do you? What else? I'd rather be at home, playing games. You can still eat good, you know. You can always walk away from your games and make something to eat as healthy or whatever. Like I try to do that, you know. I I barely I don't I don't order food regularly, and then but I also get home cooked meals. So there's that side. Oh, to it. there it is. But then <laughs> there it is. So but what 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 if it's a Friday night? Like I'd rather be here than you know out doing cocaine or drinking. If you look at the side of which one's probably healthier for you, which one would you rather be doing? You know, because what's the alternative for kids, for people my age? (laughs) See, this is, this is, yeah, so this is a a tricky thing, right? Because uh, Mm. you you could, it's like, okay, what's, what's better, smoking or drinking? You know what I mean? Like, it's, they're they're still not good for you. Yeah. (laughs) You're still putting something. Neither of them are good for you. Yeah. Yeah. But like, typically my age, it's, Everyone loves to drink and everything like that. So if you're going out, that's what's happening. Like I yeah. recently s- stopped drinking for a while. Like I have had a couple of drinks in between, but about three months ago, I, I used to drink quite a lot. I used to 
every Friday, Saturday, I could do two days in a row and then, you know, I'd feel like terrible and I'd be really anxious. And, yeah. you know, so I stopped doing that and I feel uh, so much better since then. But I still play my games the same amount, which, I mean, I could work on that as well. But I just I enjoy that. You know, it's more of a, like a little fun thing to do for me now. Can I ask you a question then? If you, Go ahead. If we were to say to you, right, can you stop? Can you stop gaming? What would your answer be? I c- well, I was at your house for the week live. I mean, we're not a week, it's not a big break. But at no point during that, I was like, oh, I really need to go home. I really need to go home and play a game, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So there's you been periods. I, I wouldn't say I missed it. I just thought it'd be, you know, oh, I'll be fun to play something right now because a bunch of new updates and stuff. So that always gets you as well. The game releases something to you and you're like, oh, I really want to try that new that new thing. Yeah, so it's like a, it's like but another yeah. little carrot, like da da. Yeah, yeah, always, always dangling the carrot. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think I definitely could quit if you know if there was something else to do. You know, if I <laughs> if I was distracted, you know, it's just like I'm bored. I'm at home. Yeah. I'm bored. It's what, it's what like the do? same thing as where people when I said for years, you know, I could stop drinking tomorrow. I just don't have a problem with it. You know, <laughs> but, um, I could do it, you know, because I did in my mind I didn't, and I didn't for a long, yeah. many, many years. For most of my life, yeah. I did it, you know. Yeah. Um, but why would I want to stop? Because I loved it. It was great. It was mm. good fun. Yeah. It was great. I got me out with my friends. It got me, you know, until eventually it wasn't good. But for many, many years, it was a great thing to do, and it was social. I yeah, must admit, yeah. Harry, it was lovely having you and your girlfriend here for the week last week. And, you know, we did keep you up till 2 a.m. Uh, we, we were DJing um, till the wee hours of <laughs> the morning and dancing Yay! around. That was great. Yeah, Harry was drinking. Me and your mum were doing the sober <laughs> rave, which was fab, bringing out some old, vi- <laughs> some old vinyl. Um, it's, um, it's a really interesting subject because i can see so many parallels and one of the things that giselle mentioned in her episode with the pornography was that girl in the study that said you know yes i can see that it could be an issue watching pornography but it's better that it's not as bad as doing crack and harry just said exactly the same thing you know yeah yeah that's the first thing that i thought yeah she said that and i I thought that what you said clive is that popped into my head what giselle has said for sure yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah, where you get yeah. to if you if you're having a few beers, you know, smoking crack, watching porn, and gaming at the same time. You really got, <laughs> you know, really got, you're really in trouble. It's costing you a shitload of money, and you you're definitely not yeah. getting up the next day. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm sure it happens everywhere. I'm sure it yeah. really does. Yeah, um, I think just going going yeah, back def- to sorry, I, I think just going no, no, back no, okay. in that theme just there, um, kind of the connection what clive just said about uh, our interview with giselle and the pornography um she also mentioned a lot about that desensitization process that happens so it's not just the dopamine and the uh, potential um uh addiction right it's also it it the people kind of get desensitized to the material that they're looking at and yeah, it can definitely. make you crave more, more violent. It's like, oh, Roblox. Who's going to play Roblox? You're not, you know, uh, because mm. when you've got Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto, the level yeah. is Yeah, and especially so... since it's getting so realistic, which I understand yeah. it's getting so yeah. realistic now. And in that funny thing, Clive, in that trailer that you saw about all those little clips about the, the woman twerking down the road and all things, those are all actually videos. Those are actually real oh, videos taken in, in Florida. You can those oh, clips from oh, all oh, the trailer. Women. You can find. No, but oh, they're, they're clips women. uploaded. Yeah, they're all clips uploaded from people in Florida. Like that one about the the alligator walking to the convenience store. That's a real video from Florida, and they've basically just animated it into the game. Wow. That's so, that's that's what I mean when you go. Oh, it's so unrealistic. Yeah. It's not unrealistic if you live in Florida. That conf- shit happens everywhere. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> it happens everywhere. That's, yeah, yeah, all yeah, those clips. Oh, no disrespect to anyone clips. living in Florida. It's a beautiful place. Um, but uh, I mean, there are 
you, you don't i mean there's we're very blessed to live in a place that we do and, and um but even in and around the suburbs there where we live there is i mean there's crime everywhere there's yeah yeah there's but what i was what i was referencing clive was that 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 um what she was saying uh what giselle said about pornography was that the more you watch the right, more you want that, the more you want and also mm. it get, becomes more hardcore because that level's yeah. not enough and you need an extra yeah. level and you need you know what i mean right so i guess yeah definitely is it the same in gaming i'm guessing it would be um i couldn't speak for others but for myself i wouldn't say i've never really been like oh i'm shooting these people in game oh that's not enough i need to shoot someone in real life or i've this i've just punched someone in gda or this so-and-so game now i need to punch i remember these the games that we're referencing here call of duty and uh gta and stuff like these are both like r-rated or m or 16 plus games i don't know so you know they're not targeted at anyone younger or anything like that but i can definitely understand not from a personal sense but from people i don't that may live in potentially worse areas or or affected by the games differently they could definitely at points crave more if, if, if that comes up i could definitely see that happening yeah it's interesting. It's that time, right, <clears throat> that you have. We, I did it. It's Monday morning here on the weekend. I can't tell you how many times when there's a pause, like um, my wife and Jane and Lily went out for a few, you know, they went out yesterday for dinner. And it's like, oh, what do I do? And I just constantly pick up my phone. And I'm like, oh, check Instagram, check Instagram, check Facebook. Do you know? The other day I was in traffic and there's a really cool designer store Um that's on our way on my way into the salon and Jane was with me and I was in traffic parked right outside not not in traffic looking through the store and Jane was like I really want to go into that shop it looks amazing and we were both staring through the car window through to this shop and the shop assistant saw us staring and you could see there was this instant she was uncomfortable and the first thing she did was pick up her phone and she just started looking on her phone it's like that that minute she had that eye contact with us, it was like no usually it would be smile or like, oh, there's two people she's probably thinking they're looking at me, right? That yeah. whole insecurity of like what's going on. And it really I thought about it for quite a lot while afterwards. I was like, that was really weird. As she just saw us and then just quickly picked up her phone. And I was then conscious of doing it all day yesterday. You know, yeah. I did I washed the car, I did this, and I'm like, oh, I'll come back in, have a cup of tea, pick up my phone. Yeah, and it's the same thing yeah. as where Harry coming home from school. Oh, what shall I do? I'll have something to eat. I'll jump on a game. Anything yeah, to distract myself. It's just, it's just myself. so easy, you know. David Beckham would take a football out into the back garden and just kick it against the wall. Um, yeah, yeah. His life would have been very different maybe if he was watching Grand Theft Auto. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's it's very England easy might have won the World slip. Cup. anyway. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I'm just I, I think it's very easy to slip into that, you know, instead of, you know, just hopping on cuz I used to do it. I definitely finished played more after I finished school. Like during school, go to school, maybe come home, play for like 3 hours, maybe 4 hours on a good day. And um, you know, one there's a very easy slip into once you finish that school and stuff like that or you have nothing else to do that you go from being a casual little three to four hours to just playing like eight or nine. Like it's, yeah. I didn't even notice I did the transition. And now wow. it's just like, you know, all I do really, except, you know, I still, and I still try to go out and, you know, do the gym, but there are a lot of people that don't do that either. But these yeah. are a very small amount of people that just spend a lot of their time inside. Mm. And there are a lot of people that just, you know, may not feel comfortable going outside or doing all these things that everyone else typically wants to do. So, you know, they can yeah. turn to this little comfortable world where they're in, they feel safe at home and they can just play their little, their little game that they rather play by themselves or with other people and they're just comfortable doing it, you know. But it's, it's very easy to slip into that eight-hour yeah. play. And you'd be very. That's how. That's yeah. how so many people managed to get up, rack up the hours for uh, Fortnite. We were saying, Clive, they got like a hundred million or something. People were sitting there for eight hours. Yeah. Wow. Just, and it, I reckon it would. It, I reckon it would definitely tend get worse as worse as time goes on. More kids playing. Yeah. Kids tell their friends play yeah. this game with me, but then kids tell their friends, and yeah. it would just it would just keep going. It would just keep on keep on going. 
It's not. It's not going to go off, is it? It's going to it's increase. Not going it's not going to be like yeah. the VHS going, video store blockbuster thing anywhere. that happened and then died. It's going to just no, no. keep going and keep going. I was just going to say also. There's. Have you heard of that thing called the Oculus? Yes. This. You heard of the Oculus? Yeah. So that's yeah. a virtual thing you put in your eyes. And Apple are developing some things like that as well. Well, there's ones where my friend has one, right? Where you're talking about. Well, what's next? I'm shooting these guns in game. Well, my friend's got this one. He puts it on his head, and he goes into a firing range. And he has a gun. He can properly like reload it with his hands, and then he can shoot the guns and everything like that. Wow. So that's where I reckon. I reckon that's where it will start to transition into yeah. you know having guns in real life. Yeah, that's maybe, the thing. Maybe that's, that, I think that's the closest to where it gets right now. There's all the VR games coming out, and VR, that, yeah, yeah, that real life experience. I, I don't, yeah, I don't dip my toe into the VR side. I don't really like it that much, but there is definitely an audience. There's a big audience for it. Yeah, and I think so it's, that, 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 that will definitely grow concerned. going down. Yeah, into the definitely. Future. As as because right now it's not very you know developed there's not there's there's quite a big industry but it hasn't got much funding and it, it's, the games aren't as squeaky clean as the ones developing now so no one really gets into it but as those progress and get better and better what's the point of why not play it in the in the real world where you can look around and everything like that you know see that's, so that's where i think concern. i mean like who knows yeah. we could be sat here having this conversation in like 3 years time where, <laughs> where i'm like i can't take this thing off my child's head and he's you know because yeah exactly my neighbor's actually got one of them so i've tried it yeah okay and my mm. little boys tried it and that's scary yeah because you you know you're you're, you're physically <laughs> using your body but you can't see where you're going in no. like real life so what no. happens where does that go because you know, oh, you're can... like punching <sighs> I whatever i had you. to i had to say to him just, just stop! Like you're actually coming towards me. Like you could hit yeah. me. You know what I mean? But he yeah. wouldn't know that yeah. he was doing that because he can't tell. Because no, he's in, he can't he's see. Is in, in VR, virtual reality. So, yeah. Yeah, where that's gonna go, I, I have mm. no idea. There's, there's definitely, yeah, gonna be a bunch of progress there, but yeah. no idea what's gonna take us. Well, yeah, I, and there's also uh, something. Sorry, something else that's cool. Lastly, is um. There are a lot of people like professional gamers. Have you seen any of them or anything like that? Because there are, there's some people in like games that go to tournaments and there's huge like like stadiums and they host events. Yeah. And these are there are people working there. Like this never used to be a thing. There used to be like little teams that people would make at home with their friends, like little clans. But now there's proper ones and there are like people that make like like six million dollars a year playing a game with on a team. And it's insane. And that never used to be around about 10 years ago. Yeah. Like there was the guy that won the Fortnite one. One sing- single individual kid, I think he was 16 years old, won it, made $3 million. <gasps> My insane. goodness. I'm Good in the him, wrong business. <laughs> 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 I'm like, right, that's it. I need to go and learn Fortnite. Mm. Mm, definitely get them on it young exactly oh wow uh, this has been so good to chat to you about all this harry i've actually really learned a lot today and and i'm all about self-education right i think as a parent i'll try and take as much responsibility of that as i can i can't be blind to this right and you no know, no it's so- it's something that's gonna have to accept and move yeah. with it i think yeah well thank you gonna, for giving us your time Harry, I just want to finish up and I want to just tell you how proud I am of you um, for coming on and doing this. I know this wasn't easy and you did an amazing job. Um, I know your mum's going to enjoy listening to this. It's gonna, there's going to be parts of it she's going to struggle with. Like, you know, um, but I just want to point out as well that for somebody that spends so much time gaming to put yourself through university, get yourself a degree and then going to go on and do what you're going to do, with your masters or whatever i don't know how you fit it all in especially when you go to bed at 4 a.m you probably had good, <laughs> good teaching with me and your mum keeping uh, you up all night but uh, no we am we're, we're extremely we know all of us are very proud of you mate and um thank you for coming on and sharing this i know that this whole conversation started off at a dinner table at Haley's birthday and when Haley started talking about the the, the 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 what happens online was a completely fit, fit different world to us and 
I think you had some amazing mm. points. So thank you for for, for yeah. saying that. And um, I thanks, Harry. You know, That's a lot of fun. Big, I enjoyed talking you about hug. it. You, you did amazing, um, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That was Straight Edge the podcast. It is Christmas. If you are thinking about buying your child a game for Christmas, go the Fortnite version. It's free. Um, no, I'm trying. <laughs> 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 um, no. Um, <laughs> Just don't buy any virtual fish. Uh, thank you, Amy, once again. Oh, it was brilliant. Thank you, Harry. Um, don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. We're really starting to get some major traction now as we go into Christmas. Uh, I think this will come out this week, won't it, Amy? Um, it will indeed. And then myself and Lou and yourself are going to do our best bits from the podcast so far as a bit of a Christmas special. And Woo-hoo. we've also, we've got Niall coming on to do part two. I know we've had amazing feedback for wanting to hear more from Niall. In fact, yeah, more people from, ev- from, from everybody. Everyone, and thank you for all your messages of support. We're going into that time of Christmas. Um, interesting, isn't it? Oh, there's all these things out there. De- marketing is designed to, designed to get us with the Aperol Spritz, get us with the new game, get us with the yeah. you know, Christmas is come. What can we spend our money on that we neither want nor nor we need? And um, yeah. we need what's to shiny and new? Bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't remember the quote now, but it's a famous quote about what people in marketing do. They talk talk us into buying things we neither want nor afford. And the only reason why we buy them is to impress friends that we don't like. Anyways. Yeah, that's it. Um, that's nice. it. Straight Edge the Podcast. Harry, you're a legend, mate. I'm sending you lots of love. I'm going back and, to bed. Um, yeah, you go back to bed, mate. You, know, you make most of your time, brother. And, um, <laughs> it's, a beautiful, it's, a, it's a beautiful day out there, my friend. Go and enjoy it. Um, Amy, thanks once again. And you've been listening to Straight Edge the Podcast.